Hey there, welcome back to the Etsy Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Cody McGuffey, and today we have another short and value-packed episode for you. I recently did a video tutorial that was called Modeling Success, a topic that's really fun to talk about, right? Because we see success in so many different areas of our life, successful businesses, successful people, and it's important for us to pay attention to those things and actually model a lot of those things. If, if it's something that they have what we want, we should actually take notes of the things that they're doing, the actions that they're taking. That's what this episode is about. I feel like it's extremely important for any Etsy seller to really understand this as they start, as they run, as they grow their Etsy business. It's a short and value-packed episode for you today. So let's just jump right into it. Hey there, welcome back. Cody here, founder and CEO of Everbee. Welcome to today's tutorial on a powerful strategy for Etsy shops and Etsy sellers, modeling success. In this video, we'll explore how successful Etsy businesses draw inspiration from other shops to create their unique and improved products. Successful Etsy shops understand the value of learning from others other shops in the marketplace. Okay. By studying what products are already selling for other shops, we gain insights into market demand, trending items, what people actually want to be buying, what colors, fonts, styles. Etsy shops is not the only thing that we can use this for. It's actually used, the strategy is used all around us all the time, every single day. Okay. So I'm going to share with you two examples, well-known companies that have been associated with modeling after one another and doing what seems to be working. Okay. Coke and Pepsi, Coca-Cola and Pepsi, two behemoths of companies, right? Global brands that we all know. They are two major players in the beverage industry. As we know, their competition has been involved with creating similar products to compete with one another. For example, Coke introduced Coke Zero in response to Pepsi Zero Sugar. Both companies have released variations of flavored soft drinks, basically energy drinks and other types of drinks to appeal to similar consumer preferences. Okay. They model after one another, Pepsi zero sugar. They created this, I'm sorry, Pepsi created this thing called Pepsi zero sugar. It seems to hit with the market. Uh, all the feedback was positive. Coke's watching them. Okay. It seems like that's working for them. We have a very similar demographic. We could probably launch our own version of that. So Coke and goes and does that. Coke is super successful with theirs. Pepsi is still very successful with theirs. They both win. And that's just how it works, right? They're used, Coke used Pepsi as validation before just going and blindly looking at, uh, you know, just creating own, creating the product out of the vision of their head. Okay. McDonald's and Burger King. Again, McDonald's and Burger King are massive fast food chains, right? Known for their rivalry against one another. Over the years, they've continually modeled after each other with similar menu items to compete with compete for their customers. So for, for instance, both chains offered similar versions of hamburgers, cheeseburgers, chicken sandwiches, breakfast items, all the good stuff. However, they offer the same things, but they offer it in different ways. They have their own branding. They have their own identity and it differentiates itself through its marketing and customer experience. And the cool thing is, is that there's so much market available that everybody can win the fast food, both fast food companies can win more fast food companies can win. It's okay. The point is they're following success. 
So they launched this product, this hamburger, this hamburger seems to be doing well. We can launch our own version of that hamburger as well. Our customers would like that too. And it's okay. You can go on and on about McDonald's and you know, they have value menus and breakfast menus and Burger King has value menus and breakfast menus and they have their different versions of these things. But the point is here is that they model each other. Okay. So while it's super important to model after another successful Etsy shop, it's very, very important to not copy others. Okay. I'll always stand behind this. Like do not blindly copy other people's listings, meaning it's don't go to a listing, purchase the listing and actually download it and then list it on your own shop. Not only is that not okay, but it's actually just, it's crushing the whole market by doing that. It's so important to actually look at that listing that's doing so well for this shop and take the ideas from it. For, for example, the trends, the fonts, the colors, maybe the pricing, maybe the titles, the tags, all that stuff, and then go and take it and make it better improve it somehow, make your packaging, meaning your images and your mock-ups more enticing, better, um, create a better price, offer free shipping, offer faster shipping, right? You can do all these different things of differentiating yourself from that listing, but really let's take a closer look on how this process works. So let's use an example. Let's imagine that your Etsy seller specialize in handmade jewelry. Okay. Which is kind of like the hardest thing to do probably on Etsy. And it's like what Etsy is really known for, right? One of the things it's really known for as far as like being handmade. Okay. But let's just use that as an example. And you use Everbee or just Etsy by itself. And you browse successful Etsy shops on Etsy. You identify a popular product. Maybe let's call it a dainty initial necklace. Okay. This necklace seems like it's doing really well. And you use Everbee and you validate that it is doing well. It's doing like $5,000 a month on revenue. Okay, cool. And you know that you can make that thing too. Instead of just creating identical copy, how about you look at it and you actually look at the reviews, you look at the images, you look at the description, you look at the things that are wrong with this listing or that can be improved with this listing. You consider different materials, you consider different colors, different packaging, different personalized touches. And this allows you to create your own version that stands out and provides an enhanced customer experience and an improved product. With these insights in mind, you put your expertise and creativity to really, really go to work and you design and craft your own initial necklaces, okay? You incorporate the improvements you identified with infusing your, your signature style, right? Your attention to detail. This ensures you that your product stands out amongst the competition on Etsy. And you did all this on the fundamental truth that this product is in demand with the data. Products in demand, okay, great. So you keep that core of what the customer actually wants, which is the dainty initial necklace. You keep that core, but you put your own flair on it. You put your own unique style on it. And throughout this process, successful Etsy shops conduct thorough market research. Okay, within Etsy, you should analyze trending items, customer preferences, competitor strategies to really refine real product offerings that you should be offering inside of your shop. Again, it's important to remember that modeling success on Etsy is not about copying. Okay, it's not about infringing on intellectual property. It's not about, you know, just blindly copying anything. It's about learning from successful shops, understanding market trends, and infusing your own creativity and your own unique style into your product. Thank you again for joining me on this tutorial. I'll see you in the next video.